welcome to the Mom Life Weight Loss Podcast. This podcast is all about helping you to end the overwhelm of the weight loss industry. I'm Laura, a registered dietitian and mom. I'm super passionate about coaching moms to successfully lose weight. I'll be your coach, helping you to keep it simple and stay motivated so you can lose weight, keep it off, and be your best you. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Mom Life Weight Loss. Ever heard someone say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day? But do you really need to eat breakfast? In today's episode, I'm talking all things breakfast. Full disclosure, breakfast is my favorite meal of the day, but I will try not to let my love for all things breakfast foods cloud the information that I'm going to share with you. I'll go over whether breakfast is important, breakfast's benefits, how you can make it easy, some yummy breakfast ideas, and of course, my tip of the episode. I've got a breakfast checklist for you, so don't miss it. All right, let's get started. First up, is breakfast important? The mantra, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, can be frustrating if you're food-averse in the morning. Are you really harming your health if you're skipping breakfast? Let's break it down to the very most simplistic thing. What is breakfast even? The term breakfast literally means breaking the fast. At some point in our day, all of us do that, whether it's at seven o'clock in the morning or noon in the middle of the afternoon. A lot of the advice and research on the importance of breakfast is actually based mostly on observational studies. They're not randomized trials, and so it doesn't prove its importance since you're just observing what people are doing or having them fill out questionnaires, that type of thing. All these people generally know that they're in a study. Sometimes they know what group they're in, etc. This can be a little grain of salt that you need to take when you read that someone is touting whatever research it is about whether breakfast is good whether breakfast is bad, whether you should eat breakfast, or whether you should skip it. So suffice to say, if you're someone who doesn't wake up hungry, then maybe not eating right away is what may be best for you. It is important, of course, to listen to your hunger cues to know how important is breakfast for you. We want to eat when we're hungry, stop when we're full, and listen to our bodies in terms of being mindful about our food choices. What you eat over a whole day is actually more important than stressing about what you're eating at one singular meal. Of course, time and being busy is a huge roadblock to eating breakfast in the morning. So sometimes for people, it's not even that they are intentionally skipping it. It's that they're skipping it out of convenience and time. And we are going to get to this later on in the podcast. The one thing that I will say on breakfast is my two cents and my experience working with clients. I would say that when I work with clients, clients who generally tend to skip breakfast tend to do it out of a habit from dieting days. And this is the mentality where you wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm going to be really good today. I'm going to skip breakfast. You eat like a really small like lunch. Maybe it's salad with like fish or chicken and you get to dinner and you're like, okay, I promised myself I was just going to eat a protein and a vegetable. And then you end up binging in the evening. So a lot of 
breakfast skipping is actually just an old, let's call it a bad habit from dieting days where you're you wake up in the morning with a lot of, you know, the W word, willpower, and by the end of the day, it's waned and you've given up all your willpower. A lot of people then tend to make poor food choices when they skip breakfast in the morning, when they finally do end up allowing themselves to eat. People who skip breakfast also tend to eat later in the evenings, and then this has the effect where then it's causing them not to feel hungry when they're waking first thing in the morning. And generally, I would say when people report to me what they're eating, what you typically are choosing at night isn't necessarily as balanced and healthful as what you might eat first thing in the morning. So evening foods aren't necessarily as full of protein, fiber, or nutrients that you might be choosing if you would otherwise be eating breakfast. There's lots of different factors that go into whether breakfast is something that you should do, whether it is something that you not should not do, whether it's a new habit that you need to create, whether are you not hungry in the morning because you trained yourself for the last 10 years to skip breakfast out of a bad dieting habit, and maybe you need to retrain yourself to wake up in the morning feeling hungry. So there's lots of layers to listening to our hunger cues, the importance of breakfast, whether you eat it first thing or not. Obviously, that's something when you're talking it through with someone like myself or another dietitian or someone who you're working with, you're figuring out, okay, what actually is the best plan for me? Is breakfast the most important meal for me? Maybe yes, maybe no. Ultimately, I do think eating breakfast is important to losing weight. I would say almost all of my clients see success when they start adding breakfast into their day. Obviously, there's some other habits that go along with changing that as well. My experience is that breakfast is quite important. The other factor here is that timing and what you choose to eat is more important than just the act of eating breakfast. So how long you're having fasting overnight from when you last eat in the evening to when you're breaking the fast in the morning. And what you're choosing to have is more important than just sitting down and eating the meal. So for example, if you're sitting down and eating a bowl of Rice Krispies with milk, that's not necessarily a great choice versus sitting down and eating a hearty bowl of whole grain cereal topped with nuts and seeds and Greek yogurt. They're very different, but of course, both are still the act of eating breakfast. Are you having a fast overnight of 10 hours? Are you having a fast of 12 hours? Is it 14? So all these things are individualized, and that's why I always say everyone is an individual. What works for some doesn't work for others, and this is where this sort of breakfast is the most important meal sort of loses the thread because it can be the most important meal for a lot of people and not for others. I would say the majority of people do benefit from eating something earlier in the day rather than later. I'll keep it generalized like that other than rather than trying to go through all the different scenarios of all the different individuals ways that you could do it. Let's move on to breakfast benefits. First one I'm going to talk about is fueling your tank, giving yourself energy and clarity. Studies have shown that eating breakfast can enhance memory, improve cognitive ability, and help increase your attention span. The stabilization of your blood sugar can also be a reason behind these benefits. Since you've been fasting overnight, let's say from anywhere from 10 to 12 hours, when you wake in the morning, your blood sugar is low because you haven't eaten anything and your body's used all your stores and maybe it's moved on to using other stores of energy while you've been sleeping. And so low blood sugar can result in a lack of like concentration 
action and alertness and energy. And obviously, this is a lot of the reason why a lot of people first thing in the morning want to drink coffee, not just like that you're tired, but you're feeling kind of this low blood sugar. And so we reach for something like caffeine first thing in the morning. If you feel lethargic or irritable, drowsy, restless, have difficulty like recalling information, this can be also related to a low blood sugar. Eating first thing in the morning can help prevent these symptoms from persisting throughout the rest of the morning. Another benefit that gets talked about a lot in the weight loss world is obviously your metabolism. Eating breakfast regularly is best because it can kickstart your metabolism. And this is what I talk about with a lot of my clients when their goal is losing weight. And we talk about eating in a triangle shape, you know, more first thing, front loading your day, all of that. The idea is that overnight when you're sleeping, your metabolic rate is running a little bit slowly. It's conserving your energy. But once you're awake, your body needs to speed up and break out of this fasting metabolic state. When you eat first thing in the morning, it's like a jump start to your metabolism for the rest of the day. The other thing that has been shown, the National Weight Loss Registry. So I think I've talked about it previously, but it's essentially an online registry of people who sign up for the registry and it's people who have lost weight and kept it off over the long term. And they essentially like fill out surveys and they're part of this like long, long term epidemiological study around weight loss and what do these people all do in order to have lost the weight and then keep it off over the long term? Because that of course is the hardest thing for most people to do. Most people can lose weight but then they gain it back, they gain it back a little bit more, and then they do this yo-yo, lose weight, gain it back, lose weight, gain it back. And that's like the struggle for most people. So this subset of people have lost weight and managed to maintain a percentage of their weight loss over an extended period of time, which is rare. They sign up for this registry. I'm like rambling. They sign up for this registry. People study them. We use the information to help us help other people lose weight. Some of the information that comes out of this registry is that majority of these people show breakfast eating as a major reason why these people have lost and maintained their weight loss. I just wanna be clear with weight loss. We don't always need to be talking about a number on the scale and a healthy weight and BMI and all of that like mumbo jumbo dieting culture jargon. What I'm talking about is your best weight, where you feel happy, comfortable, confident. You are your best self at this weight and you are maintaining this weight over the long term. The last benefit I would say would be ultimately you're going to be less hangry, right? Like nobody likes a hangry mom and carbs give glucose, which is energy for your brain and less hunger pains. And so this helps manage your hunger better, gives your brain some quick energy in the morning, and just overall can make you a happier person to be around in the mornings. Let's make eating breakfast simple and easy because the majority of people who skip breakfast say that their biggest challenge to eating breakfast is time. And this is so weird. Like, I think I just talked about time in my last episode about being a mom. So it seems to be like it's a recurring theme. And mom life is hectic life. And whatever we can do to simplify it is going to be the best strategy for us to get breakfast first thing in the morning. If again, we've decided that that's what's best for you. 
So a couple of things you can do to make it easier are thinking about it the night before. Is there something that you can prep? Like, are you going to make some overnight oats? Are you going to put out your bread and your nut butter by the toaster in the morning as a reminder that that's what you're doing? Are you going to put your shake at the very front of your fridge, like maybe in front of the cream for your coffee so you don't forget to drink the shake? Are you going to stash a protein bar in your bag the night before so that when you're rushing out the door, you've already got the protein bar in your bag? Is there anything super simple step that you can do the night before so that in that hectic morning, you're not having to think about what are you doing for breakfast? And the other thing is, you know that I don't like meal prep, but if there is an item that you could prep ahead of time, then you should do that. So if it's something like you are cutting up fruit and it's going in the fridge and then that's going to get topped onto cereal or maybe it's going to go into a smoothie, then that's a good way to do it. Think of something that could be super quick prepped um, ahead of time. And that's like a good example with the overnight oats where you can like make the recipe, you can triple it, and then you have three days of breakfasts ready to go in, in one session. Outside of that, in our modern day and our convenience foods world, there are lots of breakfast options that are healthy and quick and much better than that bowl of Rice Krispies and milk or whatever cereal that you might be pouring into your bowl. Cereal is probably the lowest on the totem pole for breakfasts in terms of when I make a suggestion for a healthy breakfast. There's lots of pre-made like breakfast, egg breakfast sandwiches that you can buy. There's some good options like even at drive throughs like Tim Hortons. And what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to do like a product review of all these different types of foods in another episode. What I'll do this week is I'll post some options on Instagram for you so that you can see maybe some suggestions that I think are good options that are easy, grab and go, healthy, quick are going to help you start that good breakfast habit first thing in the morning. The last thing I'm going to talk about before we get into my tip this episode are just some top five simple, easy, basic breakfast ideas. So let's just get straight into them. My first breakfast idea is Greek yogurt or cottage cheese. Both of these options are packed full of protein. You should choose a plain. And then what I want you to do is add crunch with nuts and seeds, granola, whole grain cereal, add a touch of sweet with some berries, drizzle with honey or maple syrup if you wish. The next idea is nut butter and grain. Um, This is like essentially a fancy way of saying toast and peanut butter, (laughs) which I love to eat for breakfast in the morning. Choose a whole grain bread, choose a whole grain English muffin or a frozen whole grain waffle, add some nut butter on top and throw in a piece of fruit for some extra fiber and a little bit of a bigger meal. Option number three, oatmeal. I don't mean just a packet of instant brown sugar oatmeal. I mean a packet of instant oatmeal, if you wish, that's plain, pack it with protein and fiber. So you need to add yogurt, cow's milk, soy milk, nuts and seeds, nut butter, and fruits or dried fruit to top it off. Number four, eggs. Eggs are so versatile. They can be hard boiled, soft boiled, scrambled, egg muffins, egg burritos. Add with a slice of toast, wrap them in a wrap and make a burrito, throw in some veggies, have some fruit on the side. There's so many different options. Even just grabbing two hard boiled eggs and some fruit is a great kind of grab and go quick, easy option to do there. So there's lots of different egg breakfasts that are great choices. The last breakfast idea is a smoothie or a shake. So there's nothing wrong with drinking a meal replacement shake when you're on the run 
or you're not really super hungry in the morning and drinking something is much more appealing to you than eating something. I would much rather you eat something than skip it altogether. You could grab a piece of fruit or have half an English muffin with some nut butter to make drinking the shake a little bit more satisfying, or go ahead and make a smoothie, Greek yogurt, milk, frozen fruit, You can add in nut butter, ground flaxseed, honey, whatever kind of floats your boat in a smoothie, and you've got a good balanced meal that's ticking all your boxes. What I'm going to do for you is I'm going to include some of my favorite recipes in the show notes so you can get some really specific recipes that go with a bunch of these different ideas that I suggest to clients I eat myself and are just great recipes overall for getting in that good healthy breakfast routine. So I will link all of those in the show notes for you, which you can find at lauravermander.com dot com slash podcast episode 19. All right, this brings me to my tip of this episode. What are you currently doing for breakfast? What I want you to do is start with this checklist to see whether your breakfast stacks up to being healthy, good for your blood sugar, good for your metabolism, great for your energy, and on track with achieving your health and weight loss goals. Number one, are you eating breakfast? Are you even eating the meal? Let's just start there. Yes, no. What is your overnight fast? So how long are you having from when you last eat the evening before to when you first eat the morning the next day? This fast should be at least 10 hours. 12 is what I say most people should be shooting for. Number two, do you have a protein food? So I mentioned a bunch of these previously in that last section. Yogurt, eggs, nut butter, seeds, cheese. If you don't, think of one that you like and we're going to have to get it added in. Number three, do you have a high fiber option? Whole grain bread, a high fiber cereal, oats. Number four, do you have a fruit or a vegetable? So that's just a quick four point checklist that I want you to run through and think about how your breakfast stacks up. Are you missing any of these? And then what is one thing from the checklist that you could add to your current breakfast routine? For example, if your answer to number one was that you're not eating breakfast and you're skipping breakfast currently, and you think from my discussion that you might benefit from starting a new habit of enjoying breakfast in the morning, then what I would suggest would be to set a very small, smart goal to add in a protein and fiber-rich bar mid-morning. Another example would be, are you having toast? But when I got to the question number two, do you have a protein food? And you said, oop, I'm just putting butter and jam on my toast. Then what I would suggest is now you're going to swap in and you're going to add a nut butter to that toast or ricotta cheese or just cheddar cheese, whatever you like. Now you're going to start adding a protein to that toast. And then you're going to set a small, smart goal around that idea. So just as a recap, what's one thing from the checklist that you could add to your current breakfast routine? And then I want you to set a smart goal around that one item that you are now going to change or add in to your breakfast. Do you really need to eat breakfast? I guess the answer is yes and no. I hope that you learned something new and that you feel a little bit of clarity about whether you should become a breakfast eater, keep up your breakfast eating habit, or whether you're good to go on continuing to not be a breakfast eater. I'm definitely a fan of breakfast, and I will say again, most of my successful clients, they are breakfast eaters as well. What's your go-to breakfast? Please share your favorite breakfast or recipe with me on Instagram, and I'll be sure to share it with everyone. You can find me at lauraveweightlosscoach. Okay, thanks for listening. 
As always, you can find any links I mentioned in the show notes, which you'll find at lauravermander.com slash podcast. This is episode 19. Make sure you are following the show or a part of my email club so that you are the first to know when I release a new episode every Tuesday. If you like this episode and the podcast, please feel free to leave me a review. It can help more moms find the podcast. If you are looking for more support and community, head on over to my free Facebook group, Mom Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. The link is in my show notes. We do a live Q&A every month and mini nutrition education sessions twice a month, plus lots of support, recipes, and maybe even some new friends. All right, until next episode, bye for now.